Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, folks. Welcome to the A to Z Sports Big Orange Podcast, the triumphant return. We took a few weeks off because of stuff that was going on in our lives, but we're back, and we're back at the best time because Tennessee sports is winning. We're going to talk about it. I'm Charlie Burris, here as always with my co-host and A to Z Sports Tennessee writer, Zach Reagan, wherever you listen throughout this beautiful world. We thank you so much for listening to us. We talk everything balls every week here on the Big Orange Podcast. If that sounds good to you, make sure that you go over and subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. And you won't miss an episode if you sub. At Charlie underscore Burris, at Zach TNT, at A to Z Sports, Facebook.com slash A to Z Sports Nashville. The A to Z Sports Nashville.com for everything that Zach writes. And this week, Zach, let's get to it. You'll get to write about some pretty exciting stuff. The Tennessee Vols just minutes ago. We'll pull back the curtain here. 6.34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday night. Tony Vitello and the Tennessee baseball team beat El- I would say beat is not a strong enough word. Destroyed. Whipped. Annihilated. The LSU Tigers, and they are headed to the College World Series. It is Omaha time in Tennessee, folks. Zach, how are you? Um, fantastic. Uh, I'm very happy that Tennessee didn't need any late inning dramas. As uh, as fun as that's been, they just took care of business pretty early today. I mean, we were texting kind of our plans on what we were going to do all weekend, when we were going to record. Would we have to do it Monday night? I mean, by the middle of the game, we already knew, like, hey, as soon as this is over, be ready because this is done. Tennessee had enough runs to win that game by the four, fifth inning. Fifth innings when they popped off, I think. Tennessee had nine runs by the fifth inning. They finished with 15, 15 to six, I believe, was the final score over yes. LSU. The first game was a little bit closer, but still, I mean, Tennessee took a LSU in that game basically from the sixth inning on. They controlled that game, ended up uh, winning out, and so they didn't even have to take a third day, as you said, with the College World Series. And I, I just wanted to get our we, – we haven't talked about this. We didn't do any off-air banter or anything. We're just getting raw reaction here. But to, to me, what's crazy about this whole thing is that Tennessee in this scenario – is looked at as an elite team, like a genuinely top tier. Let's say Arkansas hasn't qualified yet. They lost yesterday to NC State. They're playing currently. They probably will qualify. They got that cops kid that's just a murderer. 
uh, and he's starting that game. But per se, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Vandy are all playing in the College World Series. I mean, you got to think they're the three favorites. Those were the top three teams in America when the season ended, and and Arkansas being number one. And I mean, it's right there. I was texting a friend, a close friend of mine who's a big Vandy fan. They're genuinely they're scared to play Tennessee, and they should be. Obviously, I would be very concerned if we end up having to play Vandy. I mean. Just throw me into the sun if we lose to Vandy in the College World Series. Oh my gosh. But I mean, that's Tennessee's legit. This is the real deal. We we are respected. We are feared. You are a top three team in America, and you are really Tennessee making the College World Series. Was Tennessee doing what it should be doing? That's it's insane, man. I don't even know how to process it. Yeah, it's pretty wild when you think about when they get to the to Omaha, really Arkansas. Texas, I mean, those are the only teams that are kind of viewed uh, on a national level as being above Tennessee as favorites. I mean, Tennessee's going into this thing with a legitimate chance to win it all, especially if Arkansas – I mean, first, Arkansas does have to advance, but like you said, they, they'll probably get past NC State. If Arkansas, you know, kind of gets knocked out, anything can happen in the in the College World Series. It's, it's kind of one of those things where it's all about momentum to me and Tennessee has as much momentum as anyone in the country right now after the way they got past the opening round take care of business with LSU and just that insane environment in Knoxville this weekend I mean for college baseball the middle of June you have that kind of environment that kind of raucous fan base just all over campus standing room only in the stadium a block party outside I mean who else shows up like that and and the you could just feel the team, Tony Vitello, everybody, they're feeding off of that energy. And I think they're going to carry that all the way to Omaha. And you said, anything goes. When you get to this level, you know how the teams match up. Obviously, Arkansas is really good. But baseball is a crazy thing where if you have the right chemistry, you can go on a run. And that's kind of what it feels like Tennessee's on right now. They are blazing at the right time. And they, I mean, let's be honest, they're blazing all season long. They're from wire to wire. They've been one of the best teams in America, but you just have, I mean, it's just working across the board. The pitchers are dealing the bats. I mean, Tennessee probably has the hottest bats in America right now. It's crazy. It's 15 runs. <laughs> I guess you. I mean, that's all you really need to know right there. 15 runs in, in the super regional final. Like, come on, come on, somebody it's, it's working for Tennessee right now. Baseball's a weird sport. It's it reminds me of hockey where just you might be the best team, but weird stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And that element is always out there, and I hate that. But the good thing about that is it can work against you, but it can also work for you. And that just comes and goes. You never know when that'll hit. But I this is the best chance that Tennessee has had to win a national title in a major sport since 2001 football when we played in the SEC championship game if you won that game you would have played in a national title that's I mean that's the last time I think I mean yeah women's women's basketball obviously well, you won you won back-to-back na- uh natties in 0809 um if I'm 0708 e- either way but in in a major men's sport I guess you could say I mean, re- really, that's the, last, that's the last time, right? I like this. This does not come along often, folks. And I'm so glad that Tennessee's fan base 
is so behind it in such a massive, raucous way. Every I, I didn't get the opportunity. Had, had some stuff going on lately uh, that I, I didn't have the opportunity to get out to a game this time. Uh, and I'm not going to be able to go to Omaha. It sucks. I, if without other stuff going on, I would have absolutely made the effort to be there. But nonetheless, uh, just seeing the images on TV, I mean, it just gives you chills. Just the packed outside the stadium and every everybody just going crazy and all the videos from inside the stadium and everybody going nuts. And it's it's almost too too much. It just gets <laughs> it hits me right in the feels, man. I, I don't know. I'm not even sure exactly how how to feel about it because this has been so rare in Tennessee fan. I mean, I'm I'm 30. I'm, I'm about to be 30 next month or uh, two, two months around August. I'll be 30. And in the 30 years of my time on this planet, Tennessee football was dominant in the late 1990s. And that's it. That's all I've seen as far as elite ball sports. I And besides, again, besides women's basketball, elite men's ball sports. You know, and it's been for the women. It hasn't been since, yeah, probably the last time they won that national title that I felt like they were really dominant. And so more than a decade since we've had a feeling like this in any sense at all and oh, it's good to be back to all the other fans hate us so much oh my gosh lsu fans were so mad so 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 mad and i was eating it up I was eating it like a beautiful steak it was just so tasty with the oh they're so mad i love it i love everything that's happening right now you know what the the best thing about all of this is that it's not just baseball that i feel like people are excited about right now it's because with danny white in charge and the way that he's kind of I don't know. He's just embraced baseball and the fan base over these last couple of weeks. I think it gives a lot of fans, even if they're not really saying it a whole lot, it gives them a lot of hope that, hey, this is the guy that's going to do whatever it takes to get every sport across the board back to where it's supposed to be. Obviously, football being at the forefront. And this is just like a small taste of what Tennessee can be. Because look, if if Tennessee's doing this crazy over baseball, imagine a fall Saturday, late October, you know, undefeated team going up against Alabama or something. It would be insane. I mean, it would be this times 50 at least. And I think Danny White knows that. And it probably he's a driven guy, but this is driving him even more to make sure that football is on the right path. And it probably could inspire Josh Heupel and the rest of the coaching staff too. It has been so nice to see that because he – if Danny White is anything, I mean, he's a hype man. He he wants to capitalize on every every little bit of goodwill uh, that is going on at Tennessee right now. And obviously, this is a there's a ton of it to be had here with this situation. Just the fact that he's been able to hit home that they're going to expand the baseball stadium. On top of that, they went ahead and announced that they're going to expand Neyland Neyland Stadium, or not expand, but uh, actually, I think it'll. Will it take away seats? I didn't look at all the details. Maybe it'll leave the seats the same, but they're they're going to add a jumbotron and a party deck and all this stuff to Neyland Stadium. They went ahead and announced all of that. Like he he's just making sure that the train keeps rolling. He's going to use this as much as he can, <laughs> and I that's great because that's what we've been needing. That's what Fulmer he didn't have experience in, and Danny White brings that PR guy sort of expertise mm-hmm. and. Great. 
I'm I'm all for it. And if if great baseball somehow spurns, you know, taking steps in other sports too, all all the better. Um, obviously, there's goodwill around basketball right now. You got a brand new football coach. It's a it's a clean clean slate um, for for the three big men's sports right now. And so it is it's a good feeling having this during the off season. Cause there was definitely a feeling after Hypel. He just, he didn't bring, he didn't bring the hype. It was good to see a fresh face on the sideline in Tennessee. Let's make no bones about that. Obviously it was good that Pruitt wasn't down there anymore, but I don't think that you were going to have anything too exciting this off season. And I think the momentum of this genuinely carries you all the way into football. You're already, hell, you're almost already there. It's June, you know, like football, you, you start football in late July and then it's, you play your first game late September, early August, depending on when you start. So that's, you know, it's right there and man, it's, this is good. This is so, so, so good. And I got to imagine that Danny White, Danny White probably just wants to hug Tony Vitello uh, for an hour. I, cause I mean, Danny White right now owes that man his life, and he's going to have to pay. He's going to have to pay up. That's coming, and obviously those discussions will be had here in a few weeks. But, man, it's this This is good. This is really, really good all the way around, even beyond baseball. Well, Danny White, like you said, being a good PR guy, he kind of proved this week just how smart he is. All this talk, we haven't really even talked about it because we've, we've been off the last couple of weeks, but, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Vitello. Can Tennessee keep him? It looks like they're probably going to i mean texas a&m's already made a hire it looks like lsu's talking to the retired coach from oregon state i think vitello's happy he he likes what he's seeing at tennessee but more than anything danny white is publicly said he's yielding to whatever tony vitello wants i mean they talked about the i think danny white was asked about uh tennessee potentially playing downtown and he said you know i'm gonna do whatever my baseball coach wants to do that is the most Whatever actually happens behind closed doors, whatever conversations take place, I don't know how all that will play out. But to say that publicly, one, the fan base probably appreciates that because they have a great thing in Vitello, obviously. And it just signals to them that White isn't going to try to do something stupid and screw this up like Dave Hart probably would have or a previous AD. But also, I think Tony Vitello, I mean, he definitely heard that comment. And it's got to give him some confidence that, you know, being on the same page with your AD, that's a huge thing. I mean, we've seen guys leave jobs, good jobs. Jimbo Fisher getting out of Florida State because they just weren't on the same page. If you're on the same page with your AD, it makes your job so much easier. Vitello sees that he can accomplish, he can get to the height of college baseball at Tennessee. You know, just his fourth season here, he can do that here. He, he doesn't need to go somewhere else to get to the college world series. He can do it at Tennessee. And when you got an AD that backs you up and, and backs up your vision and shares your vision and, and wants to, wants to see your vision fulfilled. I don't see any reason why Vitello would even entertain going anywhere else. That was one of the interesting things of this LSU series leading up to it was the, the back and forth with LSU fans. Cause there was definitely a feeling with LSU fans that we could get Tony Vitello. They want him. I mean, they, they wanted they want him. him. Yeah. Why would you not want Tony Vitello right now? The dude took a nothing and he's in the World Series. That's all you need to know. 
And so they, you know, they were like, well, we we have so much history and we've won a national title. Well, you and- barely made the NCAA tournament this year. Yeah. So, and, and they so- really shouldn't have. If I think the announcement of Maneri retiring was strategic in that it came before uh, the, the tournament brackets were revealed. I mean, they, oh, okay, he's retiring. He, he's a longtime LSU coach. LSU's on the bubble. That was enough to get him into the tournament. Now I feel like. Yeah, and so there, the, the biggest element to all of that, to me, that I don't think LSU fans were considering at all, and I doubt, now that this has happened, I doubt they have such great feelings about whether they could get Tony Vitello or not. They also got turned down by Florida's coach. Um, he said no. So, I, you know, they're, they're feeling the old, uh, it's, I, I just, let's call it the Tennessee. <laughs> you see a coach you want, and you don't get him. That's a, you're pulling a Tennessee there. Uh, but you know what side note it is kind of funny to be on this side of it and you kind of understand now when Tennessee is trying to get a coach from another program and that program is looking at Tennessee like well why would he go there I mean you we're kind yeah. of on the other side of that now and it is interesting to see it from from this angle because it's been a long time since well, really no ever yeah yeah and it yeah it's very nice to be on the other side of it and to have it also not be a situation like with Rick Barnes, UCLA a couple of years ago, where Rick was literally like coming out talking. Oh. He didn't flat out say it, but he basically said he wanted to leave and he just couldn't make the money work right. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen here. And so, yeah, it, it's nice to have that conversation. But like the thing that they just weren't weren't considering was uh, if he went to LSU, He's another face in the crowd in terms of their line of coaches. Maneri, mm-hmm. we've been ragging Maneri into the ground this past week, but the dude's a legend. He won a national title. He was a great baseball coach. They were great almost every year that he was there, flat out. Like, he made LSU baseball big time. And, you know, Vitello would go there and be the successor to a really good guy. The bar would be super high, and if mm-hmm. you don't meet the super high bar, you end up like Polly Warlick. And, you know, you just you're never going to be Pat Summit. You're probably never going to be match what they want to see. I mean, he might, but uh, it's it's just tough. If you if you do match it, th- there's no thanks there. It's kind of like, well, exactly. OK, that's what we expected. Yeah, Tennessee, at Tennessee, he's a hero right now. People are bowing down and kissing his feet at Tennessee. We want to erect a statue for Tony Vitello right now. Uh, and we should. It, at the very least, we need to make a memorial for his hair. That hair is legendary. This is more legendary than Vitello the man. But, you know, like, he is, he's worshipped. He's just, like, Tennessee hasn't seen success like this in so long, and we're so hyped. It Obviously, this shows off how so in the middle of the Sahara Desert thirsty Tennessee is for a winner right now. I mean, Tennessee fans just want it so 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 badly and now that they're they're finally getting it i mean vitello is going to be praised to high heaven you might get i mean heck if you end up with a playing in a baseball stadium in downtown a brand new baseball stadium in the middle of downtown knoxville that you share with a minor league team so it's going to have those kind of amenities in it and you know just all the stuff like if he can spurn that out of this that's so much better than going to lsu tennessee has identical resources to lsu and he will be, if he keeps the train rolling, he'll be considered the greatest coach that ever coached at Tennessee. That's the trajectory that he's on right now because it's not a super high bar to pass. <laughs> like, let's be honest. It just isn't. And so 
I yeah, that that whole conversation has been funny, and it's I, just more than anything ragging on LSU fans has been a heck of a time, and has shown just how much of an absolute sleeping giant Tennessee's fan base is, and how much other fan bases will hate us. I mean, they already hate us. We're not good and they hate us. So just think what this would be like if you added all of the, because there's a bunch of Tennessee fans that are like, mm, baseball doesn't matter that much. There's still those fans out there. Just think oh, if yeah. we added those in there too, you know? And so it's exciting times on Rocky Top. Uh, it's, for it's, us right so, now. it's so great too that this happened when capacities were expanded and Tennessee could actually have a full house because, and just here, here in the crowd, the fans, the energy, I miss that so much in sports. Uh, even if you're not a baseball fan, if you're not a – it's just like with the NBA playoffs, you know, when you, when you see some of those full arenas. Even if you're not an NBA fan, you feel that energy, and it, it was so missed over the last year. I didn't realize – I mean, I knew, I knew I missed it, but I didn't really realize how much I missed it until it came back, and it's just – you know, I think that's, that's played a part in why – the Tennessee fan base has been so electric this past couple of weeks, but yeah, you know, like you said, it's a sleeping giant, and it's it's going to be fun if Tennessee goes out there this fall and, and puts some points up under Heupel. You're going to see the same thing happen, and it, you're right. The the rest of Twitter will have to put a restraining order on Vol Twitter because it'll be bad. It'll be really, really bad. We're so brutal. So I saw. <laughs> I saw an interaction. I think this is what it was. This the the tweets got deleted before I saw what had happened. But I think this LSU fan was ragging on somebody, a Tennessee fan. They they were coming at a Tennessee fan. And this person went and looked in the LSU fans history on Twitter and found where they had said the N-word. Oh. And they dragged the pictures out and they were like, "Is this you?" Tennessee fans come for your throat, boy. Mm. They come for your throat. Don't come for Tennessee fans if you don't want your old tweets where you said the N-word exposed. <laughs> like, it's just... I've, I mean, we've seen plenty of that from Tennessee fans. They, if You better have a good, like a really decent profile picture. Because if oh. you don't, that thing is getting zoomed in on, and it's going to be in the replies, and it's just going to be like, piranhas just everybody just attacking from every angle and you're gonna want to delete your account immediately it's I mean, probably I, not a great thing in this age of anti-bullying and cyberbullying. we're definitely not setting a great example but if you put yourself in that situation it's not gonna turn out great no it's not i mean it's going on actually right now oh i'm sure i i was i was tweeting at a at an lsu fan that had tweeted at me earlier in the week he had said Keep what did he say to me? Keep the greatest baseball school in America out of your mouth or something. Uh, he said, "Don't disrespect the best college baseball school in history, little man." It's referring to LSU, and I said that was a tough couple of days for the best baseball school in history. But I definitely understand why y'all want our baseball coach. And then, mm. and then everybody's piling on. Like you said, they're looking at his picture. There were comments about what what he was drinking. And oh yeah, it, uh, yeah. It's no mercy. You just you can't can't do it. Just log off if you. And I knew. And look, I knew I was setting that guy up. I'm not gonna come at anybody's throat because I'm. I just I don't know. It's not the type of person I am. But my favorite thing to do is just like quote tweet something and then yeah. just let it just let it go after that. 
Because you I'm, know I'm what you're. I mean, with us, either. like we both have like a few thousand people who are Tennessee fans following us. We know what we're doing when we tweet out. <laughs> oh yeah, something like that. I'm setting you up to get ragged on. I'm sorry. It just you asked for it. You came at me. You called me little man, and I had to go. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, we're not doing that. <laughs> I thought I won't lie. I thought about that the whole time. During these games, just periodically, I'd be like, if we win this, I'm definitely tweeting at that guy. Don't don't you call me little man. I don't forget. I hold these grudges. But it's it is going to be a rude awakening uh, if if you can ever get back to that point. And, and just specifically for Hypel, like, just think if we're treating Vitello this way and, you know, adorning him with a crown and putting him on a throne. <laughs> Just think what we'll do for Bible if you turn around football or Danny White per se, like with like with White, Rick Barnes keeps winning. Then White replaces Rick Barnes with a good coach when he retires and then Heupel wins and Vitello keeps winning. I mean, you you could set yourself up right now to you really White is in the best situation possible to make himself like a, a, a Doug Dickey. Everybody looks back and goes, he he oversaw the golden age. And that's how you look back on him. Danny White could, he would be building things from the ground up, which is a little bit different. But people would look at him as the guy that did that. Always at Tennessee, he would be able to have that reputation and that behind his name. And, you know, this is just, this is the bedrock. Let this be the start of these great things. And, you know, hopefully Hypel brings brings something and Rick keeps winning. We'll see. But I it's it is exciting just to have this. The fact that we get to have this conversation kind of out of nowhere, unexpectedly, really. It's like I, you know, I thought that this offseason would be pretty rough. And now it's it's a real, real bright spot. And that's. Yeah, we really haven't even thought about football over the last couple of weeks. I mean, I know it's the slow part of the year, but I mean, we've been involved in, in covering Tennessee sports for a long time. Usually this time of year, you're writing a lot about recruiting type stuff. You're talking about recruiting. You're just looking for anything, kind of any comments that are made. I mean, that's just kind of how you create content this time of year. I mean, that's what it's all about. The content never never stops. And with baseball going on, there's been very little mention of football on, on Twitter, on social media, anywhere. I mean, the focus has been fully on baseball, and that that is very – very refreshing because there's only so much recruiting stuff you can pay attention to. I mean, a, a lot of people that are Tennessee fans and don't really get into recruiting that super heavy, which which I can certainly understand, is it's kind of a strange world when you think about it, following the every move of a 16, 17-year-old and their mind changes on a daily basis. Uh, people are trying to check out this time of year. I mean, they're going on vacation. They're not really they're not really locked in. They're kind of kind of taking a break from sports or at least Tennessee sports a little bit this time of year. So to see the fan base locked in like this, it, it's, it's been great. And, you know, hopefully they keep it going in Omaha and you know, we have some, some more fun. You know, there's going to be a lot of Tennessee orange out there. I'm not sure what the capacity is like out there. I'm sure they've talked about that at some point, but I imagine there'd be quite a few Tennessee fans making that trip out there. I hope so. I want to take it over and I, I really did love referencing back to my friend who's who's a Vandy fan. I let me see his actual text. He sent me when basically right when the game ended. 
Uh, he <laughs> he texted me and he said, "I would rather die than see Orange in Omaha." <laughs> Well, get ready to die. Bad news. Yeah. <laughs> I got some bad news for you. <laughs> tell you if if Arkansas ends up losing this game and they're down two to one right now, and oh, in, I haven't been third watching. Inning, wow, um, that that's really, against cops. That's against their guy. Yeah that that really is going to change everything at that point. Ooh. The the, uh, the Vanderbilt matchup would would be scary just because you don't want to get lighter or something, you know, in an elimination game. I mean. Facing ninety eight, kind of that, that's tough. You don't you don't really want to get in that situation. But if Arkansas is not there, and that that really changes the whole outlook of things. I mean the the ideal thing, obviously, you know you want to you're among the best, so you want to beat the best. That's always fun when you can put the pedal to the metal and beat the other best teams in America. But let's be honest with Tennessee. Just you've win. been playing. <laughs> All season long, you got to play all of the best teams in America. Mm -hmm. We've had enough. What would be really ideal is a classic sort of NCAA tournament situation where you end up lucking out, and in the final four, you play, you know, there'll be some miracle. Loyola Chicago makes a miracle run, and you end up getting to play Loyola Chicago in the final four, and they, you know, they end up having an off game, and you sort of breeze into the national championship game. Like, a situation like that, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to put an asterisk. Nobody's put an asterisk by a national championship that you win over anybody. No, it doesn't matter who it is. I I will obviously, I guess we could say, I don't know that there would be anything sweeter than winning a national title over Vanderbilt. Oh, that gives me chills just to think about. Uh, and I mean, Vandy fans would be throwing themselves off of buildings if that happened. Yeah, because baseball is supposed to be the one thing they kind of have the upper hand. <laughs> the one traditionally, thing. <laughs> so there would be no. Well, what about football or what about basketball or, nope. this or that? You know, that's it. It's over. But I don't care if it's I. Dallas Baptist yeah, University. Dallas Baptist. Let's. I don't care. Co- Coastal Carolina won a national title a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Like, had you ever heard of Dallas Baptist University before this? Because I don't not, think I had. No, I <laughs> did not know that school existed, and apparently it does. I think they lost to Virginia did today. They, today, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, I I do not care who it is. And this has, I'll say this of college baseball. I've just never, in a general sense, been a huge baseball guy. Basketball's always been my main sport, and then just being a Tennessee fan, football is always a thing. But baseball's always stunk at Tennessee. We don't have an MLB team. Like, I just, baseball has just never been a real deal here. And the the excitement, the tension, and the energy that builds up in a baseball stadium is crazy. Like... I I guess I had never really thought about the potential there, but that's been fun kind of coming to that realization that like, whoa, this is actually incredible. I mean, obviously I knew I, I grew up a, a Rangers fan and the Rangers made the world series a couple of times. And I've, you know, I've been there and done that, but I was younger when that happened. I was 10 years younger back then. Uh, and now obviously really appreciating everything that's going on with Tennessee added on to the fact that b- baseball is fun. Who knew? Baseball is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I think it's – there's no other sport where you get a moment like like with the walk-off Grand Slam. In that moment, 
in that exact moment, you don't know if the game's about to end or not. Uh, you know, baseball can, there's no time limit. You know, it can keep going. It can end on a walk off. You, you just don't really know. You, you know, in football, it's coming down to the last play. It's a field goal. You know, there's about to be an outcome here at this t- exact moment. And, and we know that. Uh, basketball, the time's going to run out. We know that. We, we kind of know how that's going to go. There's going to be a shot at the buzzer. Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. In baseball, you have the potential for these moments where, you know, any pitch, it can happen, any pitch. If you get a rally going, you're down by eight, you get a rally going, you can tie the game. You can take your lead. Uh, you can extend the game. It's, I think that's kind of where you're talking about, where that tension can build. And in a stadium full of uh, Tennessee fans, that does create some pretty amazing energy. And I, It's hard to think of a Tennessee sports moment that was exhilarating in the same way as that, the walk-off grand slam, you know, what the, the 50 yarder to beat Florida, the Jawan Jennings, Hail Mary, even though that was on the okay. road. I mean, that's Hail Mary pretty at close because that was very unexpected, unlikely. It was a very, and I'll say I had a very similar reaction to both. It was actually kind of funny. My, my in-laws were over here and I was watching it on my laptop sort of with the sound down and because they're they don't they're not Tennessee fans they don't really care um and I was just trying to be like polite while also watching the game <laughs> and it came down to it I leapt off the couch and was like yes 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 like running around and it's I mean that's basically what we did with the with the Hail Mary because I thought mm-hmm. I mean we all thought that Tennessee had lost that game yeah once 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 from through the touchdown you know there and and i can't remember whoever it was in coverage that got beat and just gave up on the play i mean I, it was deflated i mean athens was going crazy they'd won the game all they had to do was uh run out the clock there on the kickoff and i, I definitely just because it's tennessee never expected juan jennings to catch that pass or anybody to catch that pass i don't even think it was going to jennings i think it was supposed to go to Somebody else actually, Jenny's just kind of jumped up there and got it. I think Malone or somebody else was yeah, in the back of the end zone. Yeah, <laughs> and Jenny's was like, "Nope, I got this." But you know, just good things like that don't happen for Tennessee. So that was a very visceral reaction where I was the same way. I was running around just in disbelief that it actually happened. And Tennessee at that point was pretty good. I think they were five and zero at that point. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought really great things were about to happen the rest of that season, and that was the peak. So, <laughs> but I, I just couldn't believe. Again, I've I've always been a tangential baseball guy, never like a full bore baseball guy, and I, I didn't realize. I mean, we had in back to back weeks we had walk off homers, but specifically, and I was at the first one, mm-hmm. but the uh, the walk off grand slam, a walk off grand slam when down three runs is known as the ultimate grand slam. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what you dream of as a kid. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is, that is the moment. And I, uh, I actually tweeted this out. I couldn't believe in the history of MLB baseball, the entire going back, I believe to the 1800s. I mean, a long time in the history of MLB baseball, that's happened 30 times. Yeah, there's very few 30. people on earth that have accomplished that at, at really at any level. Unbelievably I mean, that is, rare. Yeah, and that is what dreams are made of. Yes. And that, that's, I think every Tennessee fan appreciated that moment, but that stat, I was like, wow. 
wow, this we saw a gem of a gem, like a diamond encrusted diamond. It was crazy. And the fact, you know, I don't want to get out over my skis. The fact that Tennessee's NCAA run started with absolute magic, you kind mm. of go, mm. that's team of destiny stuff right there. That's team of destiny stuff. And I, again, well, just the we'll fact that how many, happens, how many times but... have we seen Tennessee fans get so hyped up for a moment? I mean, people were talking about the atmosphere, how incredible it was a Saturday and today. And I compared it on Twitter. I said, you know, I think the rowdiest pregame atmosphere at a football game that I've seen in recent years was the 2012 Florida game, which was just insane. I mean, Tennessee had just walked all over NC State to open the season. Kind of I'll felt like second row. Yeah, that kind of game. felt like Derek Dooley was figuring it out in year three. You know, had a great offense. Patterson, Justin Hunter. I mean. Tyler Bray. I mean, it was that was an electric atmosphere. That it was a it was an evening game. It was a weird start time. It was like six o'clock or six thirty or something. But ESPN was there. That was an incredible atmosphere. And then Tennessee completely laid an egg. They got beat. Well, they didn't completely lay an egg. We I had mean, the they lead were, at halftime. They were, yeah, they were up at halftime. But you know, I think Florida's backup quarterback. Who was it that whoever came in and ran around all down the field? Was it Treon Harris? Yes. Yes. And uh, anyway, you know, it it was a deflating game. You you walked out of that stadium. I remember walking out of that stadium. It it sucked. And we've seen that time and time again where Tennessee fans get so hyped up and then it just, you know, it ends up being a loss. They showed up and they're like, maybe next time. And it didn't happen this weekend at all. I mean, completely delivered on all the hype. Tennessee fans showed up. They were ready to go, and the baseball team did not let them down at all. Especially today. I mean, I mean the the only thing at Tennessee historically that has always come through when you need it is the fans. They're the right. only thing that's truly reliable at Tennessee. And Tony Vitello has said, "No more. We're not. We're going to come through for you this time." And that's. I mean, it's so. So nice. And and I'll say even like you've made it to the point where now coming up short, I don't want to, it's not acceptable. A failure is a failure. If you don't win the world series and a national title is a win, but making it to the college world series, if you lose in the college world series, it's at least understandable. I mean, you're in the elite. You, well, you yeah, are not like we going said. to play a bad team. Anything can happen from here. Ex- exactly. Like I, I will be disappointed, but I will, walk away and be like, man, that was a hell of a season. What a season. I'm not going to walk away being like, what a, what a true failure. What, like, let me Tennessee losing in the first round of the NCAA basketball tournament this past season with three, five stars on the squad mm-hmm. and all that absolute failure from top to bottom. This mm-hmm. you've really done something. You broke through a barrier that Tennessee rarely breaks through. You you've made, I mean, I, I just had a friend text me in the middle of all of this. Tennessee in this super regional, 25 strikeouts, one walk. You're playing. Mm. I mean, it's a, it's an elite team. It is an elite team. You are playing at the highest level of college baseball. And I, there's no way that I will walk away from anything that happens from here on out and go, man, that was, we just really stunk that up. No, you've done something already. Uh, Now let's go do the thing. 
definitely yeah. feels like Tennessee is the team that nobody's going to want to play. Uh, yeah, in, in Omaha, it's the the only thing. <laughs> this is actual baseball minutia that we can get into. The only thing is that it seems like Omaha is a pitcher stadium more, and Tennessee really leans heavily on its offense. Obviously, I mean, I just said, 25 strikeouts, one walk. The pitching's been good. Let's not mince words there. Uh, Tennessee can deal it from the mound. But also, we are that team that runs it up on people. We hit dingers, boy. And, you you know, inside a stadium that's more pro style and not college style, I, I would say it at least in that element does not work in Tennessee's advantage. We'll see what happens. I think Tennessee is obviously from top to bottom very good at every position, generally speaking. Well, so hopefully those home runs turn into gap doubles if, if they're not going to go out. Exactly, because you're still you're still going to be able to hit the ball, but if you got to be strategic with your hits rather than just swinging for the fences, fine. Whatever you got to do, because there's these guys can do that too. They've done plenty of that all season long, and so I. I'm so excited to see what happens. It's just, man, it's just nice to be in this conversation again. Just to be back in the real deal conversation in a sport where people go, you know, Tennessee is here. They are part of the conversation. And that's that hasn't happened in a sport. I mean, I guess what? 2018 with basketball, the Admiral and Grants last year, like you were number one for a whole amount of time. That's that's so few and far between. Drink it in, drink it in, folks. And that's yes, uh, now we just anxiously await when when Tennessee will play. It starts next Saturday, <laughs> is when the first games are. So it could be anywhere from Saturday to uh, Sunday. It'll be either be Saturday or Sunday. Uh, well, we'll uh, we'll talk more about it in the next couple of weeks. The College World Series. I can't believe it. I got to run, actually. Um, but I, I. You're going to celebrate, aren't you? I am. I really am about to eat dinner and then probably <laughs> put put a few back. Celebrations when you're 30. That's. Uh, yep. It's not That's, quite the same as when you're in your early 20s. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I can't, uh, can't throw back as many as I used to, unfortunately. <laughs> but you can still have fun. And it's so good that we can actually celebrate some real winning. And we're gonna go do that. Is that any any parting thoughts as we head out? No, I mean I'm just thrilled to actually be. I'm a baseball guy. I mean I think a lot of people on Twitter probably know that. Uh, but it nothing makes me happier than than to see this, and uh, I just can't wait for Omaha and, and you know see how this plays out. Let's do it. That's that. I oh crap! I forgot to start the music. Uh oh, is that a bad omen that I messed up the end of the show? Is that a bad sign? No, I feel like it's probably a good sign actually, because you know, anytime we have it all together, it seems like not great things happen. Yeah. Well, there you go. Speak it into existence. A good sign to start off the College World Series week. <laughs> I'm Charlie Burris. That's Zach Reagan at Charlie underscore Burris at Zach TNT at A to Z Sports, A to Z Sports for everything Zach writes and the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. Go subscribe and catch all the episodes there. And until next time, that's that. We'll talk to y'all next week. See you guys later.